2: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Old Brother, a podcast about Salford slash Manchester's legendary musical institution, The Fall. Each week we invite along a guest to chat about their experiences and memories of the group. As you probably know by now, we consist of me, Paul Hanley, and my brother Steve, who was a member of The Fall for 20 years. You can find us at all the usual suspects, but we're hosted at play.acast.com forward slash s forward slash Old Brother. In this episode, we're speaking to Simon Wollstonecroft, who shared a stage, the studio, and the odd hotel With Steve for more than ten years, so as you'll see, they have lots of shared memories. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Old Brother, the Fall Podcast, or a Fall Podcast. Get told off by Steve for saying the Fall Podcast. There's more than one, as we'll find out in a minute. Um, so with me, Paul Hanley, and with my ever talented brother, Stephen Hanley. And we've got a guest this week who, he did a fair bit of time with you, Steve, didn't he, I think? I
1: think we did, yes. Man and boy. Yeah. So, without further uh, ado... just Can I just ask you, Paul, are we going to have any guests on who weren't the drummer? We've only had one! <laughs> we've only had one!
2: <laughs> this is
1: only the second
2: drummer we've had on. Well, there has been a few. <laughs> Our guest this evening is uh, Mr Simon Muscroft, who was the drummer uh, sort of after me. It went sort of me and Carl... Then Carl, then I came back for about 10 minutes, and then it was you on it,
0: sorry, I think. Yeah, it was. Hi, Paul. Hi, Steve. Nice Hi. to see Hi. you. Yeah, nice to see you, man. I joined the band in '86, uh, replacing Carl yeah. during the summer, and uh, I felt very lucky, you know, right from the off. I thought I joined at a good time. You did? For the band. I'd, I'd listened to This Nation Saving Grace, uh, which came out in '85, I think. Yeah. That was a that was the album that I learned and really got into and decided that I really liked The Fall because up until then, they'd sort of passed me by at school, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 77, 78. There was a kid who used to come in, Andy Wake, and he'd bring in Roach Rumble, a single, and uh, a couple of others, and <laughs> he wouldn't let you touch him. He used <laughs> to cover these records. It was unbelievable. He'd <laughs> say, let's have a look then. No, no. It's <laughs> away from you, you know. What did that? he bring what? him in for? Pardon? What did he bring him in for, if you wouldn't let him, you look him. No, that's what I thought. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, I was before we yeah, get to the fall, was, I was going to ask you about the Weeds before we get on to the fall.
0: They were a great band. Yeah, well, if it had not been for, uh, for the Weeds, I'd never join the fall, um... After I turned the Smiths down, I joined a man called The Weeds, which was Johnny Ma's hairdresser. Yeah. Now, Johnny Marr, they um, used to go and get their hair cut under the Hacienda stage in a salon called Swing, run by Andrew Berry. And uh, Johnny introduced me to Andrew. And he said... But that's a small world.
1: That's a small world, isn't it? Because we kind of grew up with Andrew Berry, didn't I know we? know
0: you did, yeah? yeah. Yeah?
3: Yeah.
0: Just down the same road, pretty much. Mm. Weren't you? Was, yeah. Was, yeah. Same schools and... All right. Yeah. Um... He was hairdressing, he was doing all the um, pop stars in Manchester, you know, the Bernard Sumners, yeah. the Morrises. Um, you weren't short sure of a haircut in the weeds, were you? Because you had Nick Arojo as well, he's a hairdresser as well, isn't he? Who is? Nick Arojo? Yes, he's a, he, does, uh, he used to do the colouring down in the Swing Salon. Yeah. And all the bands would come in, you see, before they played the Hacienda, get their hair cut, if they fancied. Yeah. And Never offered it essential. us. Never often it me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we started this group, the three of us, and uh, we did some gigs with the four. Mark, obviously, I think he got his hair cut. He was another one, Andrew did. <laughs> and he invited us and we went up to Scotland, uh, to Aberdeen, I think, and Glasgow and Edinburgh, possibly. Right. they they've of gigs down London. This was 85. And... Uh, I think. Well, cut a long story short. <laughs> I, th- I think. I think you were. Didn't the Weed
1: support us in Brighton that night after we'd had all that equipment stolen? Which
0: I don't remember playing Brighton supporting no. the fall. No. I saw you with at the
2: international supporting the fall. I think.
0: Yeah, I think we did the international one. Yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, Bristol, um, London, a couple in London, but anyway, Mark. <laughs> he decided he didn't want Carl in the band anymore and uh, asked me, you know, on the back of the, uh, well, on the front seat of the transit van, Salford Van Eyre, listen, Carl, do you fancy um, joining the band? Um, you know, I want you to play drums, I've been watching you play with the weeds. So that's how I ended up getting in. Right. With the fall.
2: So did you know Carl was on his way, Steve? Or was that a surprise to you? Uh,
1: there was a lot of animosity between Bricks and Carl. They never... They never really got on. Right. So, and then Carl...
2: Well, he went walkabout, down. didn't he? For a bit. He
1: went walkabout. He let us down on a couple of times, yeah, when things were happening gigs and
0: recorded. Who played the gigs then when he couldn't do them? You? <coughs> yeah, that was me, that. That was Paul.
2: Yeah. Right. So The, the last was, one...
0: That was in 86, yeah.
2: That would have been 86, yeah. The last one I did was that one in Liverpool with the Smiths and New Order for uh, Liverpool Council. That was the last gig I ever did with the fall. But Carl came back after that.
0: OK, well, I went, the first thing I did was, uh, ju- well, a-, a tour in September, wasn't it, Steve? We go to America. Yeah. That year. We used to go at September time, didn't we? Mm. most years, as opposed to earlier in the year. So, yeah, uh, it was great. Loved it from the off. And... Uh, just you know that first album we recorded, Ben. Was what
1: was your what was your first gig then, site?
0: It was um, it was Lee's Cliff Hall. Folking, Lee's Hall, yeah. Folking, Lee's Hall, yeah. That's the one. Right, yeah. Not far from uh, the Bournemouth place where the Bournemouth runner stole the backdrop. Yeah. I remember it because
1: it's a, it was the only t- <laughs> the only time I've ever snapped a bass string. Did you? It so that gig, your first gig. Oh, which one
0: was it? The thin one? <laughs> uh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> hey, I tell you what, Danny Noel will be on. If you get it wrong, you will be on, the, on that fall website next week. He said he snapped but, the juice thing when but, he
1: was uh, I can remember Colin started working with us, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. And he came on stage and changed it while I was still playing. Oh, How did he do that? that? Kill him, sir. <laughs>
2: Didn't you have a spare bass then, Steve? How come he was changing the string on the uh, floor?
1: I don't know. I, I mustn't have. <laughs> mustn't have had one.
0: That's ridiculous. Mm. Think, yeah, you still... Later on you did, though, didn't later you? Later on I did, yeah. I've had, I had a few, but
1: I, that time, I don't know. don't know. I mustn't have had a spare bass. That must were, have looked
0: were, ridiculous. Were you playing that uh, backer bass at the time? No. No, it was... Uh... Black and white one you had for a bit, didn't you? The blue one. Mm-hmm.
1: I Did think
2: like it was it? just I think it was
1: a precision. it was a precision,
2: I think. Oh, no. right. Anyway. <laughs> right. Okay, so that's Ben Sinister, which is the I think that's the what that we're both on that. I'm on one track on that, I think. That's the only one we ever pa- The only record we've both appeared on, I think, Sai, is Ben Sinister. Yeah, Ben Sinister. Um which
0: which
2: was your track you played? Um Oh god. Um Dr. Faustus. Dr. Faustus, I'm on. Right,
0: yeah. Yeah, good riff, that. Yeah, so it's one of my favourite albums still, that one. Right. This this Nation Saving Grace is my favourite
2: one of all. Yeah, I I really like that. That's a great album, isn't it? Really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. The thing to remember about This Nation Saving Grace is Steve didn't get any credits on it because he didn't write any of it. That's why it's so good, I
0: think. (laughs) Excuse me, (laughs) (laughs) Bombast. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's a yeah, good
1: one yeah. it is a good thing, <laughs> did you only get one, one credit on it Steve? One, yeah because it was all it was all written when I, I was uh, on my like paternity leave when I had that thing oh was up. it okay. yeah they, they wrote it all then they were so busy at that time just ridiculous they did so much in them few months yeah they like toured America toured Britain wrote that album had two singles out
0: Blimey. that's enough
1: isn't it Keep yeah. Going. Simon, what did you think about all the, about the, so it must have be been fairly recent then, after you
0: joined, when the play started? Yeah, it was. It was only about three months later. Blimey. Um, well, was well, it really I, only three months? Yeah, it was later, uh, 86 in the autumn. <laughs> we did a UK tour. This is after we have been to America. Yeah. Well, I just thought, wow, you know, what's this? Well, I just went with it. Um, yeah. Hey Luciani, of which, you know, for people that don't know, um, yeah. Mark had re- read a book called uh, In God's Name by David Yallop, which was a bestseller. I'd never read it myself, but it was kind of... Um, it was implying there was a lot of skullduggery going on when John Pope Paul I had passed away very yeah. quickly after he became the Pope himself.
2: It's the same plot as Godfather Three? <laughs> it is. It's, uh, they do it in that as well. The same thing. Same kind of. Although I think Godfather Three flows a little bit better than they, Luciani. I think.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, um, it was it was exciting to be doing it down in London. Yeah, um, I bet. Didn't really know what was going on half the time. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. <laughs> no. And uh, it's a shame nobody's got a film of it. You know, mm-hmm. it must have been somebody who took a film. Surely, it's, in, it's, in, it's know, quite, camera.
2: It's quite incredible that nobody's got a film of it, really, isn't it? I mean, it's like it feels. I mean, because this film pops up of everything these days, doesn't it?
0: Yes. Isn't I mean, it? people. They didn't have video. Yeah, they did have video. Yeah, they did. Yeah. In, they were coming
2: in then, that. I think. So by the time he did the play, was was Marcia on board by then as well? Simon Rogers had gone, had he?
1: No, Simon Rogers had moved on. A, he'd stopped playing live and he'd moved on to production. Right. But he was really involved in the play. He was, Yeah, doing he the was, music, yeah. Yeah, he was running it all from the side.
0: Right, OK. Did he perform in it, Simon Rogers, Steve?
1: No, he, I think he was just doing all the, you know, was putting the, the sound effects in and fading everything
0: in and mixing right. everything. OK. Right. Yeah, um... It was, you know, Marsh dressed up as a uh,
2: an Israeli commando. Well, I mean, I was it's a, um, central to any any film about uh, the Pope being knocked off, in it, an Israeli commando. I mean, it's the first one you cast, in it. <laughs> 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 Everybody yeah. was in that. Was uh, so. Um, who else? Who was else? Uh, Al Pele was in it. Alana Pele was yeah. in it,
1: yeah. Uh, uh, and, uh, Michael Clark was in it.
2: Um, what's his name? Lee Bowery. Lee.
1: Lee Bowery. Lee Bowery, was,
2: uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was, he was really quite good. A, quite a cast of characters, wasn't it? It was. It was, yeah. Lee, Lee Bowery was great because um, we had a couple of speaking lines, didn't we, Steve? We had a what, sorry? We had a couple of lines, didn't we? As well as playing yeah. in the band behind the actors. Yeah. We actually got up in costume. You were the Pope, weren't you? I was, I was the Pope a
1: co- at the end, but I had this other part as a, some kind of office worker... Oh, I, don't I remember sat, that. Yeah, I was sat at this typewriter and I had to read these, li- I had to say these lines. Yeah, again. To, uh... I,
2: don't know if I can remember. Again, <laughs> central to the plot, the office worker. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, how long did it last then? The play, did it? How long did you do it for? Did it for
1: three weeks? Did twenty-one nights? Oh, yeah. over four weeks. We'd have one night off
0: a week. What theatre was it <laughs> on? Riverside, Riverside. Theatre, it was. Where they, um, where they uh, filmed CFI um, Friday. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, right by the Thames, um, behind the Hammersmith Apollo. Right. Yeah, it good round there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was yeah, sold it out, was out then, wasn't it? It did you well, know, right did it?
2: next to the river. Did it do good numbers or?
0: It was sold out every night. Blimey. Yeah, well, it yeah, And all the uh, broadsheet uh, <laughs> journalists came down to review it, didn't they, Steve? But they didn't. Trying to make head and the tail of it, yeah. No, you're perplexed, were not they? I'm not surprised. With his riding boots on and a crop, big-time <laughs> <laughs> <design> film director. <laughs> <laughs> so then, the
2: the next album was Friends' Experiment, was it? Was that the first the next album after Ben Sinister?
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah. So that was
2: Victoria, yeah. wasn't it? The single. Yeah. About when? Yeah.
0: yeah. The first yep. single um, I got on was um, Mr. Pharmacist.
2: Oh, of course. Yeah, I forgot about that. We-
0: which we did at Abbey Road, we spent about a week down there, um, really loved the place, there was a vibe to it, there's no doubt. I can imagine. hall, you know, acoustically and everything. Great room, wasn't it, that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really the, good, the number two. Working. Two's.
2: There must have been Studios. some money about in them days, if you had a week in Abbey Road.
0: Well, uh, Duran Duran came and had a look, didn't they? And then, yeah, uh, they did. While we were playing. Blimey. I see him walk in chatting to uh, John Leckie, probably, the producer. I don't think Mark was impressed. I wasn't a massive fan of him, really. Duran Juran. I was a bit of a fan. I yeah. was a bit of a Some fan. of the band come in, and uh, another one out of the band, and a couple of mine just, right. just have a look. I don't think they have been before by the looks of things, otherwise they wouldn't have come in. Well, they and, not- uh, yeah, it was great. Right. Uh, so Victoria was the next single I played on. yeah. Like I said, yeah, that was that a bit of, bit of budget
1: there, wasn't it? Yeah, there, we, we recorded that in Manchester, didn't we, a separate, on a separate occasion.
0: Yeah, that, well, that came out on Friends Experiment as well, didn't it? Mm. Mm. Um, which what? studio in Manchester was it, Steve? Oh, what studio was that? It wasn't Pluto, was it? It wasn't Pluto, go- no. That's where we did There's a Ghost in My House, which mm. was dead chuffed about recording because... Uh, I loved the song. My mum had it, you know, when I was a kid, so I knew the arrangement and everything. Right. So it's really good, yeah. One of my favourite uh, album, Friends' Experiment, to be honest. Why personally. is that? Uh, Any... A lot, of, you know, tra- like Brem and that. That was good when we used to perform it live. Right. We got on for ten minutes. I don't
1: think. It, I don't think it's the strongest of four albums, is it?
0: No, not at all. But
1: which is which is funny because everything was there. Like you say, the money was there. Yeah, the studio time that was there, uh, and, and we were all, like, contributing songs, but I don't know, there's something that didn't quite
0: come off with that. Yeah, uh, it's just a, the vibe around the band, perhaps, I don't know. Um, it... Bricks and Mark were still together, weren't they? Yeah.
2: Mm. I mean, you uh, were incredibly what... busy then, though, weren't you? Because I was going to say the next thing. God,
0: yeah, yeah, maybe it was that. Maybe it was because we were so busy.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but, it could uh... have been.
2: Because the next thing you got is the ballet, isn't it?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. The next yeah. Year, about a year later.
1: But you, so if you look at all that work that we did in them three or four years, it was just full on. Com- it, yeah, it maybe something suffered with the mm. with just being so busy in touring America and doing the play and the
0: ballet. I suppose something had to give. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mark did concentrate a lot on uh, writing for the ballet you know, the music and everything. Because I remember when we are on tour, he always had his dictaphone out, which went everywhere, <laughs> including behind the seat, when we were talking about it.
2: Oh, I've heard that, I've heard that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Statue but of that, Limitations yeah, on not should... run out on that, we can't talk about that yet. But, that, I mean, that was a lot more successful than the play, wasn't it, the ballet? That was pretty... Oh,
1: yeah, the ballet was just something else, I think. No, that was... the. Got to be
0: up there with the highlights of me being in that band. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was so good. good to work with them people. We, we went to Amsterdam with it. We opened with it, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Then Saddlers Wells was that three weeks as well? We did. We did two nights in Amsterdam. Then we went
1: to Edinburgh and did five.
0: Right. And then we went to Saddlers Wells. Yeah.
2: Christ Almighty! That I mean, that you you talking about prestigious ballet places? You're not getting much better than Saddlers Wells, are you?
0: Christ. That no. No, was. We so, saw uh, Kevin Rowland, didn't we, in the boozer next door? Lyman, <laughs> <that> eloquent, <laughs> yes. Did he come? Did he come and see it? Yeah, he did. Yes. Yeah. Lyman. And Lennox came as well from the arithmetic. So Bloody I hell, see it.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I so, yeah, I'd, never, I'd never known anything like it really. No, I've been to a ballet before, and but uh, well, you've got to admire, though, you know. Uh, Michael Clark and his company they were brilliant they were
2: fantastic
0: yeah real athletes they were yeah um, used a clip track for the first time which Mark didn't like using but um, the the ballet dancers needed it yeah do you know what I mean of course yeah so uh, that was a good experience I bet it was learning to play with. yeah it
1: had to be so tight it had to be exactly the same every night didn't it which was something the four weren't used to doing
0: no, they weren't, no.
1: Yeah, the song had to be the same length and the same speed. and the...
0: it Must have been
2: interesting to do, though. It must have been amazing. Yeah, it
1: really was, yeah. yeah. It yeah, was well,
0: great. Two, it's yeah. like two 45-minute sets. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, we were staying in uh, Earl's Court, weren't we? Mm. The band, that is. And uh, bussing home at the on a Saturday night after the show, coming back for Monday or Tuesday, I think. Yeah.
2: well,
0: uh, Yeah, it was good. Had a good laugh. So yeah, up in Edinburgh. Um, I mean, King that was theatre it was in Edinburgh. Yeah, well, that
2: was kind of the height of March creativity, would you say? Because I mean, he must have took a lot of work to write. Because he was involved in the writing of that as well, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, that... yeah, he put a lot of work and that. He's very proud of it.
2: Oh, but he was. I bet he was.
0: Next, where were? At... Oh, Cake was after that, was it? Uh, after. After Friends and uh, Curious Orange, well, we had
1: the we did the Curious Orange album. We did the album of it in, in Rochdale, right? Yeah, so, Sweet Sixteen. Yeah,
2: was it Sweet Sixteen by then? It was. It wasn't Cargo anymore. Yeah,
0: it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Right. Yeah, Joy Division had recorded there, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: everybody nice. recorded there.
0: So, a, a lot of bands used it, but uh, Pete Hook had it, I think, when we went. Right. Sweet 16. But it was like the go to studio. Your when first... we were back in Manchester, we needed to get a studio quick. First studio I was uh, ever in that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then,
2: so where, there was the same lineup, that was Martian, was it? Was was um, Simon on that then? Simon Rogers?
1: Was he on the album? On the, He wasn't on the album, no.
2: Right, so he'd gone by then. Because I was looking down the list, and the next thing that happens is Martin comes back, doesn't
0: he? Yeah, uh, for extra K, that's yeah. right, yeah. So had, had Bricks gone by
2: then, when Martin came? I presume yeah, Mark
0: so. and Bricks had split up in the 89 or 90. Right. Uh, Mark had moved to Edinburgh, um, you know, the Edinburgh man. Yeah. We used to listen to, a, when we were on tour, MTV, they had a, an indie show on a Sunday night. Right which we'd try and catch, you know, if we're in a bar, because, you know, they have a TV in the bar or whatever and we put it on that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we all rejoiced. <laughs> <laughs> so I forgot what your question was. But no, it wasn't one. Well, I'm just listening to you. There's no questions. Martin, Martin Brahma. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he came back. I'd not met him before, but Steve obviously had, Yeah. because he'd been in the band very early on. And uh, he's a great guitar player. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, he, he really is. And uh, I, I actually shared a room with him, as as I remember it. Yeah, you know, a few places. But uh, as you, uh, you know, he actually got sent home with Marsha. <laughs> we in Australia. And, okay. uh, you know the, well, Mar- well, let's let's
1: let's go back a, a minute.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> so yeah, uh, from what I gather, he he got back in touch with Mark, and they were. They tried writing songs together, right? And and Craig, obviously Craig and I were pretty keen to get him back, as because we needed a guitarist, or well, we were looking for a guitarist to replace Bricks, right? And he was available, yeah. But well, I, think- I think it was a bit weird for him.
2: It must have been, because you didn't really necessarily have to have another guitarist. You had a keyboard player, didn't you? You don't necessarily need two guitarists and a keyboard player. So, so Craig, I was going to ask him about that. Was Craig happy for him to come back, yeah? Craig was a really
1: happy for him to come
2: back,
1: yeah. All right. Yeah. Old, I don't want to speak for Craig, but yeah, no. from what from what from my memories of it.
2: But it must have been really odd for Martin to come back, because he was obviously like...
1: Yeah, well, I think that was that was a, it was a difficult thing. I think that uh, obviously it was the founder member, and to come back as a working band with obviously with Mark in charge, yeah, must
0: have been a bit strange. Yeah, yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. do you like the album then? Do you like the album, Simon?
0: Extricate. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one of yeah. the better ones. Yeah, during my time, anyway. Um, yeah, and I like we like performing it live. Martin was great. Yeah, And uh, I didn't really get to know him very well. Uh, the biggest laugh we had. I I can just remember things being
1: really professional at that time. Oh yeah, we were on a major there, right? yeah. we were on a major label and we were doing big venues and we were all sort of behaving. I think.
2: So was that phonogram? Was it?
1: Yeah, and we were we were there was a kind of. That the that you you know you are under a bit of pressure. Yeah. To
0: to keep it together and not you know.
2: Yeah. So was the money good then, Simon? Around that time?
0: Yeah, it was. Um, when I joined in '86, uh, I said to Mark, "Listen, I'm, I'm training to be a chef out in uh, uh, Bolton uh, a canteen. Yeah. Uh, I was earning about hundred quid a week. I said, if you can match the wages. Uh, and give me a contract for six months. I'll join the band, <laughs> which he did. Yeah. And after that six months, I think, I don't know, we've got another record deal or something. I remember we were in Glasgow Right. in the hotel when Mark told us it was basically going to triple the wages, and it was a great wage. Bloody hell. Uh, really was. This is 86. Yeah, yeah. It's still an all-right wage now. Right. And... Uh, <laughs> We got paid all that time, you know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so Martin, then you were saying you went to Australia with Martin and Marsha,
0: and that's yeah, like... we yeah we did. We went, we did a well, like a, uh, we went to America and Japan. Uh, Japan, that was my first time. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it, you know. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not that mad on fish, but. Uh, <laughs> get that well. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was a, you know, opened my eyes a bit. Yeah. I'm lucky enough to go back there a few times after. Brilliant. But we went to Australia, um, and that's where Martin and Marcia got the boot. Right. No, Martin did at first. While well, we we're in Melbourne, I think, and you know, at the hotel there, and the tour manager just said, "Right, as you're playing Fair Home, you know, you're off the gig." Blimey. Leaving Marsha, um, who was quite friendly with. Um, yeah. Oh, so and I, I,
2: I, we I felt always felt. Really thought... was
0: sorry for her, you know. Yeah, yeah. God, it was awful. Yeah, we went to uh, New Zealand, to Auckland, yeah. and it pissed down, didn't it? <laughs> mm. All the time. <laughs> no. Five days. It was when the World Cup was on, when uh, Stuart Pierce booted the ball over the bar. Oh, now, right. Okay. Shootout. I remember that, uh, yeah. Yeah, with old Psycho there. Yeah. yeah, we were watching the matches in the middle of the night. Of yeah, well, that's right, that motel. Right, <laughs> blimey. But uh, I felt, yeah, it was terrible, really, for Marsha. But we went to see the Retora mud pools, you know, went for a drive. We had a couple of cars, which uh, was good. Yeah. We seemed to be there forever. But I think we played at the Town Hall, didn't we? For, for a night yeah. in Auckland just looks like Wales, really. Yeah, yeah. Those loads of old Morris Miners and uh, yeah. Triumph Dolomites. <laughs> <with them out. laughs>
2: so I always thought Marsha and Martin went at the same time, so they, did they not, no?
1: No? Yeah, they did, yeah, they did. There's
2: cool. difference of opinion here. Did what they, or
1: not? Yeah, they went both went at the same time, yeah, in, in Australia. Well,
0: yeah, just before we went. Marsha came with us, though, didn't she? Still didn't no, play. no. Didn't no. It? What was she no, doing no. in Auckland with us? She wasn't. <laughs> she was because I took her to the rotor and mud pools. Me and uh, someone else. Right. Okay. I, I said Dave's Dave he used to do the sound for the Sex Pistols. I think we've got different. Oh, we've got different memories of this. I si, but uh, yeah. uh, No, honestly. Dave I mean, Goodman. She d- we definitely went to the rotor and mud pools in Geese. Uh you know, one drive, uh, it was about three three hours away. Just right. to sort of cheer her up, you know, Oh so here I mean, we go, answer's on a postcard here. Did yeah, Marsha and Marcia Martin went, leave at the same uh, time? Then we were to, then we were supposed to go to Japan, that was right. mm mm-hmm. And then well, we, we did Martin, go to Japan. But Marsha and did Marsha come with us? No. Right, okay. So that's yeah, yeah, we got it the wrong way around, yeah. It was Japan mm-hmm. after uh Australia. <laughs> So hang on, so
2: still got to work this out. Martin went in Australia, but Marcia came to New Zealand. Is that right?
0: She did. I'm absolutely 100 sure about that. But so
2: you sure you didn't go back to Australia and then Martin went? Maybe.
0: No, because of um, Marcia, I would have remembered because Martin would have been with Marcia had he still been with us in right. Auckland.
2: Oh, okay. This is good stuff.
0: Alright, we'll have to get he Martin wasn't on. There. Marcia was. <laughs> right, went to the road
2: roadshow. Well, okay, all right. We'll have to get Martin on see what he says because he he's yeah, been, he's been yeah, calling us for getting everything wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so then you got the uh, the main man, Mr. Dave Bush, didn't you? After that, after Marcia went.
0: Yeah, I think we did. Um, we did. How do we get? How do we find Dave? Well, he was uh, as as all
1: of us were. He was work. He did the driving for us, and he did the back line. Okay. Yeah, he started working for us as... I don't know who got him in. Somebody knew him in Manchester, but he uh, started working as the backline technician, did a few gigs with us.
2: He's not from Manchester, though, is he? Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. yeah, he from Spain yeah. Now. yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. Lives, lives over in Spain now. He's got a new life out there. Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he, yeah, he joined the band. Um, he lived um, in Stockport, and we used to go around to his house. Uh, the next album, which is Infotainment Scum, I think. Oh, yeah. Hang
2: on, we've not done Cold Selfish yet, have we?
0: Right.
2: Okay. I was going to mention Cold Selfish because it's yeah. got it's got your uh, the highest self-penned full single, highest chart position,
0: number forty. It got to free range. Yeah, that's right. Um, I wrote it on a. Um, Yamaha SY55 keyboard. Wow! That Mark got bought for us out of loot. We went to oh, oh, Hang on a minute,
1: Dave. Uh, We've not mentioned shift work either. Oh right, okay. <laughs> Dave well, said, was uh, in, Dave started getting involved on shift work. We did mention right, shift work
2: because we mentioned Edinburgh man. Anyway, we
1: did mention Edinburgh.
2: We did. Mark moved to we Edinburgh.
1: Shift work, yeah.
2: Right. All right. So Dave, Dave came in after that. OK.
1: Dave, sort of, Dave was working with us when we were going... Yeah, we did that in Sheffield. And Dave was working with us and was doing bits bits of programming. Right. And uh,
0: eventually... Yeah, that was at Robert Gordon's studio. Yeah. Was...
2: So is that a good album, Shift Work, you think?
0: Yeah, I think it was all right. Yeah, right. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Not as good as Extra K for me, but better than Friends definitely better than middle class revolt right okay to, yeah. okay so i was
2: going to say about free range because it's a great song so you wrote that did you sam
0: i wrote the uh, synth part yeah right on the keyboard that he got for us right uh, we took it up to dave's as i remember it and we demoed the song in um deacon blue studio in kelvin grove in stockport big old beautiful church there.
2: Why have Deacon it, Blue right,
0: got a, stop, it, a studio in Stockport? Scottish, are not he? <laughs> in Glasgow.
2: He said Stockport. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we ended up recording it in London, I think. Bloody hell. You're all over the we, place. We first recorded it a proper, in the studio, in um, Deacon Blue studio. I think it was called Savat. Uh, gorgeous, it was.
2: Uh, okay, mobile, was it? It's been it's been in over the country. It's been in Stockport, Glasgow and bloody London so far. It must have been in a van
0: <laughs> Yeah we recorded it in Brixton.
2: Uh, <laughs> Alright, okay. Oh that's that is London, yeah. So speaking yeah. of speaking of mobile and driving round, that video for uh, free range has got to be one of the worst videos I've ever seen. You lot driving <laughs> round in that bloody truck.
1: That was awful that video. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Flux yeah, bloody freezing. We were freezing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Terrible. What? What was it we were in? Um, we um, sat on uh, the back
1: uh, of a. sat in the back of a kind of jeep on a flatbed, which was a flat on the back of a flatbed truck, driving around London. Right. Yeah, around the city of London. Yeah. Uh, above the traffic.
2: <laughs> <laughs> freezing your bollocks top.
1: <laughs> yeah. You all know, look. You all look dead miserable <laughs> as well. Trying to do the part that the other band members do, yeah, wasn't
2: it? yeah, looking looking mean and moody,
1: yeah.
2: And Mark's mimings are Pauling on it, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I agree, yeah. So, I was doing a bit of research, here, and it says here that after that album, Phonogram, it says that Pre Range was the highest self penned hit, and then Phonogram had to compensate the band for the early termination of their five album deal. So, what was that about?
0: Well. Basically, they'd ask for a demo tapes. I remember being in uh, Sweet 16 and Rochdale uh, recording. The facts came through, and they said, right, what are we want to wear your demos, otherwise, you know, we won't re-sign you, basically. Right. We might just piss off for not having them, we are not do demos for nobody. And uh, it was terminated. Right. So, yeah, that's how that ended. Um, yeah, I
1: think there was a thing of, of that about us... They didn't like us doing an album every year.
0: Right, right well, because yeah,
2: you were saying that the other day, so th- basically you were doing too much stuff?
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah. Right. Well, I don't... I, I, and I think it wasn't what they expected. It's a, I think Extricate did really well, then cold Selfish didn't quite do as well, and then... I, I mean, uh, shiftwood didn't quite do as well, and then cold Selfish didn't quite do as well as that so
2: <laughs> diminishing returns yeah right
1: and so they're, they're thinking well we're not gonna we're not gonna do this fourth album right without okay. hearing without hearing it first which was obviously totally opposite to how the four works
3: yeah right
1: so, because we never never did that we never had an A&R man in the studio never they basically got what they were given
2: yeah, but there was never that thing of demoing in studios, was there? You know, like because you you, t- you know you see bands now, like you see Buzzcocks and then when they release these box sets, there's like loads and loads of like demo versions of the next album that they're recording like slightly cheaper studios, just to sort. Must be just to show the record company what they were going to do. But that never mm. happened with the fall, did it? I don't think
1: it never happened. No.
2: Right. So then you went to Permanent. Is, is that right?
1: Is that the Entertainment Scale? Yeah. I was going to
2: say about what I was going to say about the infotainment has Got the best cover, full cover version they ever did, and the worst. Can you guess what those two are?
1: I can. <laughs> what do you reckon, Simon? Well, it's lost in music, and I'm going to Spain.
0: <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what possessed uh, Mark to do? I'm going to Spain. I know it was on that the word Kenny Everett album, but Christ, and that, if there was ever a song on that album that deserved its place on the worst album ever, it's that. It's
0: terrible. Yeah. On the other hand, lost in music though. Brilliant. As I, I say, I think that's fun. the,
2: I think that's the best cover version the Fall ever did. I think.
0: Yeah. Again, I was dead chuffed that um, you know Mark had decided we we're going to do that one because yeah. you know I'm really back into my funk and soul. Yeah, but the the sixty
2: four thousand dollar question is that why wasn't it a single?
0: I don't know. Was it in America, Steve, who brought it out? I, remember I think it did well come out
1: as some
0: kind of single. It was like an EP, yeah. Right. Yeah, because we were touring. Like, I am
1: definitely out on some kind of promo EP for the
2: album. Right, but no, it wasn't like a proper single that we could get in the charts. No.
1: Which but is crazy. What, so what was the single off that album then?
2: Well, I don't know, you'll have to tell me, I don't know. Uh, Glam, Racket. Glam Racket,
1: was it? I don't know.
2: I don't think Glam don't was a single either, was it? Maybe you, maybe you uh, didn't release a single off it. I mean, I could probably look it up. See, this will be Danny now telling me off again for not doing my research.
1: <laughs> yeah. What was a single of that? Was it? I thought it was a single.
2: I'm pretty sure it wasn't. In fact, I'm sure it wasn't a single.
0: The music. It wasn't a single. No, I don't. I can't remember. I definitely saw a twelve-inch in America, though, on the American label. Uh, I think it was Matador Records. Right. Okay. Yeah. So,
2: okay. Then Simon produced that, didn't he? Simon Rogers. Um. Don't know again. (laughs) <laughs> do you me? uh well I'm, if I tell you if I tell you what tracks on it you can tell me what the single was so there was right. uh, Lady Bird Greengrass mm-hmm. Lost in Music Glam Racket I'm Going to Spain It's a Curse Paranoia Man in Cheap Shit Room I don't think that was a single was it no No. <laughs> Service no,
1: none of them were a single. The League no. of Bald Headed Men. No. A Pascal Mad? Oh we did do a video for the League of Bald Headed
2: Men. Oh yeah, well who did you play, Steve? <laughs> 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 well it doesn't look I'm pretty sure Lost in Music wasn't a single, so it doesn't look like there was a single on it.
0: Okay. Maybe there wasn't then. Yeah. But um it's a good album though.
2: Yeah, well, it seems there's pretty good stuff on it. Oh, there's, why, why are people grudgeful? Was that a single?
1: That was a single. Right, OK.
2: Well, that's an additional track, CD only. But that was a cover, wasn't yeah, it?
1: Yeah, that was a single off the peel session.
2: Right, well, that was a cover as well, wasn't it?
1: Yeah.
2: Right. So then, of course, we move on to Middle Class Revolt and the return of one Mr. Carl Burns.
0: Yeah, I'd gone on holiday with my dad to Tunisia here for a week. Right. And, uh you know, basically, got back and phoned Steve, Steve's house up. His his wife at the time answered, I said, Where's Steve? Oh, don't you know? They're down in the studio <laughs> in, in in North Wales. I said, You what? I wouldn't believe it. Um, <laughs> oh, so I, tried, I, said, I like, don't remember this. I don't remember
1: that. Do you
2: not remember? It was just after you went to the mud place with Marsha. <laughs>
0: I'm a lot later lot than that, yeah. I know. Kindness.
2: So, so they, they yeah. got Carl in because you were on holiday. Well, you it serves you right for taking holiday, side
1: <laughs> No, yeah. because Carl on that infotainment scan tour, Carl, uh, as we've said, he, he started off with that like, that
0: pad, didn't
1: he? That drum pad,
0: yeah. He did, he had a, a cymbales, you know, yeah, some tambourine shakers, yeah. <laughs>
1: And then, and then the next gig, he had, like, a snare drum with it. <laughs> you know, and the next, and then the next gig, he had, like, a, the, the pad and the snare drum and a floor tom.
2: <laughs> and then the next g-
1: <laughs> And the next gig, he had, like, a, flo- a snare drum and a floor tom and a bass drum. <laughs> Where he was getting this stuff from, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> he seemed to sneak the two drummers back in.
2: Right. You were, never, you
0: were never mad keen on two drummers, side were you? No, not at all. Not when you'd end up packing his gear you know,
2: oh, at the end of the night. You've talked about that before. Carl, he would spend all day pissing about with that kit before a gig. You'd try to, put a, to do anything with it after the gig, not a bleeding champ. No,
1: yeah. that's right, isn't it, Sai? When we told America, he would. He'd spend all afternoon setting it up and messing with
0: it. And, but then, the end of the gig, you would be nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Before poor old Dave Bush back in the bus, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> He'd be crawling inside with uh, 50 kilo flight kicks. <laughs> That's what I'm going to wonder.
2: Hey, the glamour. <laughs> so he's
0: that... looked <laughs> <laughs> so that was the... <laughs> no, Going back to Middle Class Revolt, yeah, I, I found it, I shot down there, and um, it was middle of nowhere, Wrexham out that way. And I could hear somebody on the drums and thought, it's Carl. And he was, he was playing on the kit, And was kind of annoyed, but it was, it was the beginning of the end for me, really, in 95, on that album. And I, didn't, I didn't rate that album at all, really. Right. No. So, it's but, not uh, one of the best ones. I, you know, I love Carl. Um, I'd love to see him again one day. Yeah. Uh, maybe he'll serve. But him. I always
1: find that, I don't know if you find that, Simon, but... Uh... The albums just reflect the band at the time, don't they? When the band's going through a good time, the albums are good. When the band's going through a bad time, the albums aren't good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much the case, I think. And that wasn't a great album, no. No, it wasn't. And, uh, you know, I lasted another, well, another sort of three years. Yeah. Two or three years after that. Behind the Counter's
2: pretty good, don't it? That's a good song.
0: yeah. which one? But well, that was that
1: was Carl's. That was Carl's way back in that Mark. I think he met up with Mark, and Mark said to him, "Have you got any songs?" Yeah. The same as he did with Martin when he rejoined. He said, "Let's see what you've got." And yeah. Carl had behind the counter.
2: Well, that's interesting, that because apparently, according to the to the single, the credits on behind the counter are Smith, Scanlan, Hanley yeah on the album and on the al- on the single it's smith cal burns you've got two different sets of credits
0: yeah yeah well the funny thing that's well, nothing unusual That with the balls is it <laughs> you no know, sometimes you i i'd get a credit didn't think i deserved it yeah um and other times where i put an idea forward i wouldn't get a credit you know right just sort of, sort of giving credits out willy-nilly a lot of the time <laughs> um because We're getting wages, yeah. We're not really that bothered, you know what I mean? Yeah, I
2: okay. Well, that, that's the thing you did at the time, you don't think anything of it, do you? Because no, yeah,
0: you don't think
1: thing. you don't think people are still
0: going to be listening to this 20 years later, no, no, no. Well, I, I didn't think that they would be either, but they are no. <laughs> right. So,
2: this is 90, so we're getting up to
0: 95 now. You're just. You're just where you are at the
1: time, you don't think that you know,
2: yeah. I'll tell you what. This is interesting. According to the press on cerebral clefting, which I don't think anybody likes, do they? It
1: was all I right. I think the songs. The songs weren't too bad on that. I think the production is awful.
2: Right. Okay. Because Mark said that he, him and Carl had to go back in and re-record all the guitars after you'd gone home. Yeah. <laughs> can't have to re-record your drums? I si, know. No. 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 <laughs>
0: <clears throat> oh dear, so
2: it doesn't sound like things were very happy then
0: No, like I said, after, for me, after a middle class revolt It was all downhill and very quickly Right Two years, um, the money runs out The VAT people are on my back Yeah and, uh, I wanted out, you know, and yeah. I had up my daughter then uh, In 96 Right So it just didn't make any sense anymore I tell you what, you say that. You, 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 you The beginning of the end was 95. It took me a while ago, didn't it? It was three years. Yeah. Well, yeah, two of which were getting wages still.
3: Right, Third OK. Year,
0: it was coming in drips and drabs. Yeah. And then it just sort of fizzled out altogether. Right. I just wanted to get off, you know, and I did. Right. But, you know, uh, I saw Mark a couple of times after.
3: Yeah. He
0: was great, you know. I think he was a bit annoyed with me at the time. Yeah. Uh, when I quit, because I went to some sort of, you know, um, creditors' meeting, whatever you call it.
3: Yeah.
0: And uh, just, oh, thanks a lot, you know, I took you around the world, you know, and, which you did, of which course. Which you did, of course, the yeah. Circumstances had changed, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then um, I joined up with Ian Brown again. Yeah. My old mate. You were back to Japan again, then, were you? Yeah, a couple of times, yeah. Uh, the Mount Fuji Festival, that was a big one. And uh, yeah, uh, played on one album, Golden Greats. Right, and they used me songwriting skills to co-write gold, uh, Golden Gaze. Right, single veins, uh, which you know did okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And so you... yeah, um, that's how it panned out for me in the end. Right, shame the way it ended though, really, wasn't it? Because I mean,
2: it was it was a bit of a decline by then. I mean, it, uh, you know, as as the story goes, it went down, and then '98 it really kicked off, but then. What what we've meant what we talked about with various people on this podcast is, is just how amazing it was that he got it all back again. You know that last band were great,
0: the American band, you mean? Yeah, and
2: the one and the one after them as well. The last, okay, they're really good. I don't know if you know, if you've heard much by them.
0: Not a great deal, no. Um, I've heard stuff Spencer birds Whistle played. Oh right, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure which album it is, but um, no, I don't really listen to a lot of it. You know, I, I like playing Free Ranger, which is. Um, the song, a remix of Free Range, uh, that Simon Rogers I think produced. What, what album was on? Free Range. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, good. Yeah, play that sometimes.
2: Oh yeah, Free Range. you talked talking about that. that's it's the a one. The mood. Yeah, that's really good. That's a really good song. That
0: yeah. that could have been a big
2: hit. That I think, or it should have been a bigger hit than it was. If it had had a better video, that would have been number one. That. <laughs> 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 right. Okay. Well, on that uh, note, we'll we'll call it a day. Uh, really nice to speak to you, Simon.
0: Yeah, nice to yeah. shoot to you guys right, as well. All right, take it easy. Keep, uh, keep rocking, keep yeah, playing. Indeed, you too.
1: All right, mate. And we we'll get out you of your time. You got
0: so, You've got something coming up? Uh, I've got a few gigs with San Pedro Collective. Great. Great. Uh, uh, which is uh, I've been doing for a couple of years. The uh, last single was called Time. Uh, come out in January. So bringing another one out in uh, later in the summer. I was, I'll be doing a gig at the um, Macclesfield... Uh, Christchurch, October twenty second. Okay, great. Which Pete Hook's playing at? Um... Yeah, it's supposed to be a great venue, that. Yeah. You yeah, have you been? No, I've seen all. Yeah, Pete Ux done a lot there, hasn't he? has it So yeah. yeah, looking forward to that. Great. So hopefully, yeah, it will all happen again. Okay, mate. We'll get back to what we're doing, what like doing.
2: We'll have to get out for a pint when all this is over as well.
0: Yeah, okay, if you've got a table. You're done. <laughs> All right, mate. Definitely. Take okay. care. See you soon.
2: Night, no, God bless. Bye. Cheers, All mate. Cheers, Good to speak see. to you. See, see you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us again this week on The Old Brother Show. Episodes are released every second Wednesday, so watch for the next one in two weeks' time. Please follow us on Twitter, at Old Brother Show, where you'll find a link to Spotify and also able to subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher or RSS so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, give us a rating on iTunes or at least tell your friends about us. For further reading, you can check out our books, The Big Midweek and Have a Bleeding Guess, published by Root Publishers and available from all good bookstores. Hope to see you all again soon and remember, if you're driving, take your car.